This podcast is a quest for well-being, a quest for a meaningful life through the exploration of fundamental truths, enlightening ideas, insights on physical, mental, and spiritual health. The inspiration is love. The aspiration is to awaken new ways of thinking that can lead us to a new way of being, being well. Welcome to Body, Mind, and Soul Healing Conversations. Wait until you're completely down and out to begin trying to pull yourself out of the ravine. Do things preemptively to cultivate happiness. Go back to the list of ideas to raise your vibe and incorporate as many as possible into every day. Every day, do something positive before bed. Sleep well. Wake rested. And think or say positive statements that feel good, such as, This is going to be the best day of my life. And feel it as if it is. Set positive intentions for your day and be sure to pay attention to what you say to yourself and how those thoughts make you feel all throughout the day. Practice visualizing your new reality. Stop giving your full attention to your current reality if it doesn't feel good, or this will block your ability to visualize. Worrying is visualizing what you do not want, so turn towards appreciation instead. If you have a challenging situation, begin to reach for a feeling of relief. Focus on what you do want, and this will begin to crowd out what you do not want. Begin by accepting the situation. It has happened and is now in the past. Remember to use my resilience tool, A-R-E. Acceptance is at a neutral level in the ladder of low to high vibration energies. Try to release all struggle since this does not serve you or help the situation. Then begin to expect the best. Learn to develop more resilience. Release your attempt to control outside people and circumstances and stay in your power. Try to be more playful and have fun with this. Nothing is the end of the world. Really, make mundane or even difficult tasks into a game and have fun and don't forget to smile often. Begin to live with deliberate positivity and watch what happens. Practice feeling the feeling of it and feel the power and clarity that comes from this good feeling. When you have a challenging situation that arises, which will continue to happen, do this simple exercise. Think about something you love and appreciate. Get the good feeling that thought generates and hold on to it. Now think about the topic that is concerning you and find something to appreciate about it and get a good feeling again. It is always easier to handle challenges when you begin from a good place first, which is why it needs to be a daily practice to feel good. Once you find your happy place, stay there as long as you can and allow it to become a part of you. You must expand your thinking which expands your energy vibration to expand your life. You have control over your destiny. And when you learn and practice ways to feel good, this is ultimate freedom, writes Janet McKee. Valeria interviews Janet. She is a speaker, best-selling author, high-performance consultant, and CEO of SanaView. She is one of only 200 elite coaches in the world certified in high performance by the High Performance Institute, 
and is an inducted member of the National Association of Experts, Writers, and Speakers. Janet McKee is author of the new book, Stressless Success, The Surprising Secrets to a Life of Passion, Purpose, and Prosperity. Laurel Mountain Publishing, February 1st, 2020. Janet created the acclaimed Accelerated High Performance Program and the EM Power 3 Leadership and Lifestyle Retreats to empower others to break negative patterns and achieve greater success. Here is the interview with Janet McKee. In your own words, who is Janet McKee? Janet McKee is a speaker, a best-selling author, high-performance consultant, and success coach. And I'm the CEO of Sauna View. Sauna is Latin for health and wellness, and we provide a view into how to live a healthier, happier, more successful life. We like to call it Embrace a Better Life. That sounds wonderful. I have a lot of questions for you here. So before we talk about some of the specific topics in your book, Stressless Success, The Surprising Secrets to a Life of Passion, Purpose, and Prosperity, I have a few warm-up questions, as I mentioned off record. The first one, I will change just for some reason I wanted to ask you a different question. What is success to you? How do you define success? Success is not just about success in business or financial success. After researching the world's most accomplished people for 20 years, I define success as people that truly live a successful life in every area of their life. They take wellness as a priority. They focus on their relationships, their hobbies, their spiritual life, and their professional life. And that is the combination of all of those that we strive to continuously improve, create a truly successful life. That's a wonderful um, definition for success. Thank you again. (laughs) Thank you. So uh, I have three questions for you about life itself. What is life to you? Not what is about, but what is this experience? Oh, what an amazing question. (laughs) I've never been asked a question so deep. (laughs) This life is our opportunity to be literally on the edge of creation. People believe, I think, that creation happens somewhere else and we're just here living in a creation. But the way I view it is we are creating. We have the ability to tap into unbelievable sources of inspiration and energy. And from this and everything that the human race has been through before this very moment has brought us to this moment of creation. And I, no matter what your spiritual religious beliefs are, we are here And we've been created and brought here at this very moment. And it's up to us to see the miracle and the beauty in this very moment and what we are here to contribute to and create. And it doesn't have to be some amazing thing that you're accomplishing. Every moment that you recognize the beauty in this moment and recognize your part in being in the miracle of this moment is creation. And that is what life is about. And that is beautiful. (laughs) Yeah, I love the way they described this journey and this. uh, It is. Your question brought that out of me. I've never thought about that before. Wow. <laughs> I think I guess somebody said before, if you want better answers, ask better questions. <laughs> so I guess I'm trying to ask better questions because I want better answers. <laughs> so the next one is what do you think is the opposite of life? 
The opposite of life is having no hope, having no access to joy, having no belief that there is good. There is good in even in the midst of what appears to be bad. That's the opposite to me. Yeah. Yes, it resonates true. And my last question about life is, what do you think is the purpose of this experience in a human body? Well, everyone has a distinct purpose and the purpose can change for the individual. But to answer your question as overall, the purpose of life goes back to my initial answer. We are here to create. We are here to continue to advance uh, the human life, the human experience, the world, mother nature. We are here, you know, as um, children of God to be contributors into this ongoing creation. That is our purpose, but the purpose underlying that, and we're going to talk about that's the basis of stressless success, is to discover joy and to live and experience joy. That is the ultimate goal and purpose for everyone. Yes, yes, a thousand times, Janet. (laughs) (laughs) And since you mentioned God, let me ask you this question. Um, What, where, and who is God to you? Well, to me, we are all a part of God. We are all an extension of source energy and our creator. And that might be difficult for many people to hear, many people to realize. I think, and I respect all religions, all beliefs, and I love them all. I find each one to be intriguing, and I always want to learn everything I can about each and every one of them, because every one of them has incredible teachings and incredible things to help us understand life. But I, being, uh, let's see, if you consider it like children of God or parts of source energy or our creators, we truly are. We truly are. Whether you view it as a child of God or you view it as you are, you know, a finger or an arm of God, that's how I view it. Yeah, yes. And my next question is about freedom. What is the meaning of freedom to you? What is to be free? Freedom, Valerie, is what we all ultimately want. And we many believe that they are victims of what's happening around them. And it is keeping them from experiencing freedom. But freedom is a state of mind and a state of being which we're going to talk about here today. And it is all something that is available to everyone at this very moment. And when you can tap into that feeling of freedom, that is the surprising secret to life that I share in Stressless Success. Because when you tap into the energy and the feeling of freedom, no matter where you are, you can be in a prison cell and be experiencing freedom. Uh, and then on the contrary, you can be living a life totally free, quote unquote, but feel that you're imprisoned <laughs> by your own thoughts and your limitations. But if you can tap into that energy of freedom, that is the energy that creates success. Do you connect freedom to inner peace? Oh, Valerie, you just said something <laughs> that's where that's just a brilliant question because peace is one of the highest vibration feelings that a human being can be at other than like complete enlightenment, which is, you know, few people that have actually experienced that as humans on this planet. But 
if you can live at peace, no matter what is happening around you, that is the ultimate freedom. That is the ultimate way to live. Because when you're able to do that, you're able to look at everything that happens the beauty that happens, of course, that is very easy to contribute to your feelings of peace. But what about the things that are considered not beautiful or, or very challenging or even upsetting? If you can recognize that everything has a purpose, that everything is there to teach us something, to help us be stronger and wiser, then every challenge or every quote unquote ugliness that we might see happen in the world, when we recognize that it has a meaning and a purpose to teach us something, to show us something, then you can stay at peace no matter what you are witnessing around you. And it's the ultimate way to live. <laughs> yeah. I absolutely love your wisdom. Uh, it sounds almost like um, a song, it has so much harmony. Are you a songwriter? Oh, no, I used to be, but in the sense of life itself, expressing itself in the most, uh, in the most truer way, <laughs> authentic and, and real to me. Your voice and what you say is, is like a song. Um, that's so interesting. I always admired people that can do songwriting because I don't know how they do it. I find the creativity that they tap into to be absolutely incredible and brilliant. And so please, you or anybody listening, take what I just said and create a song. I I don't know how to do that. And I think that would be cool. <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. Wow. I love the way you speak about it. It's just life expressing itself. That's how I see others and everything. So it's like life speaking. Um, so my next two questions relate to being a female in a human body. What do you love most about being a woman? Ooh, I love that question because I highly admire all, all sexes and variations so forth because I love everything that people bring forward in terms of their energy, the masculine and the feminine and the combination of that. But being a woman, to me, I am very grateful that I am a woman. I'm very proud to be, especially right now, like in on the planet, because to me, I'm very much into nature and I even own a small organic farm as part of our wellness business. And I love tapping into that power of Mother Nature. And I feel like I have a deep, deep connection to that. But to be a woman and have um, and bring forward both our, our feminine and masculine energies that we all have, but in a way that is wise and diplomatic and assertive when, you know, as necessary to be powerful in the world, but to bring forward the, the compassion and the, and the actual ability to give life and to give birth to things like that whole combination is very powerful when it's done and I believe carried forward in a very nurturing yet assertive way. I, I think some some women feel they need to be like a man to be successful. And sometimes I think, yeah, there's some aspects of that that make sense, but the true power comes from recognizing the nurturing aspect of being a woman and the femininity along with the the brilliance and the assertiveness. Does that make sense? It's sort of that combination. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I love that. The divine feminine, the divine masculine, balancing these energies within us. Right. Um, so what is the most challenging aspect about being a woman? 
being confident enough to speak your truth without the the fear of being criticized, I think sometimes um, can be challenging in, in the more practical sense. I don't like to focus on the negative because it's an amazing thing to be both an image of beauty and sex appeal while you're also, you know, being productive in the world. It's try not to wrestle with that, try to flow with that more, but that that can be challenging. I mean, we need to not only be smart in business and in our professional lives, but also uh, take care of the way we look, you know, so that it's appealing in society and take care of our home. And, you know, there's a lot to being a woman, but I don't, I try not to fight against that. I think I'm proud to have all of that uh, quote unquote responsibility. Like I'm fine with wanting to take care of a child and wanting to take care of a home and wanting to be productive in business and and again, allowing that to flow and not allow that to wear me down. Yeah, I love that, Janet. Yeah, I agree. Absolutely agree. And my last warm-up question is, at this time, what do you think is the world's greatest need? And do you have a vision for a new reality? The greatest need in the world... I don't mean to sound um, arrogant here, but is what I just put together in Stressless Success in my book. And that is an understanding that everything is energy and that we have the choice all within each and every one of us to cultivate the energy that we need to create the life that we want. I want every single person to know that they have the power within them to create their lives. And I feel that it's so important to share this discovery with everyone I possibly can, which is why I'm honored to be invited to be interviewed on this podcast with you today, Valerie. So um, I want people to know that they are not victims. They are not at the mercy of other things outside of them, that they have the power within them. And the more people recognize this and become aware of this and begin to play around with the power that they have within them, then I am certain that as each individual makes this shift and and cultivates a more elevated and expanded energy within them, all of that influences what happens around them. And there is that ripple effect that's going to go out around the world. There is no doubt that what's that what I've I've discovered, and I'm sure other people have discovered something similar, the same, and I share in stress of success, is exactly what the world needs right now. Wow. And speaking of that, what was the inspiration to do what you do today? Well, I hit a wall in every area of my life. <laughs> I have been through many, many challenges. And when people say to me, oh, it's easy for you, Janet, you're successful because, you know, your life is, I was like, oh, no, no, no. It started with, I was always a high achiever, but I was in a Fortune 500 corporate high-level, high-powered position, and all the stress and pressure from that job uh, caused me to develop an autoimmune disease that landed me in the hospital, and I was completely debilitated by this autoimmune disease, and the doctors gave me no hope. But something came over me. I didn't know anything about natural health and healing, but something came over me and said, Uh, no, I'm not going to follow the doctor's advice, which was either take a medication that causes cancer or start removing my organs. (laughs) And I got myself out of the hospital. I couldn't even walk. I could barely eat. I was in very, very bad shape. And I started on my journey of learning how to heal my body naturally. And I did. It took me a few years of trial and error, but I completely healed my body. And now decades later, I worked with people for decades, helping them learn Um, about mind and body healing and so forth. 
But um, so if it wasn't for that challenge, I would have never been as healthy and vibrant as I am decades later with no medication and no illness whatsoever. And I would have never helped so many other people not only prevent illness, but reverse life-threatening illnesses. But then I ran into more challenges in my life when my husband of 26 years walked out on me and our son in an hour's notice and left me not only heartbroken and our family ripped apart, but left me on the brink of financial disaster. Because not long before he left, he put liens on all of these investment properties that I developed for financial stability for our family. He put liens on the properties to buy a business that the time he left was failing. And so I was left not only heartbroken and depressed and all of that, but in complete fear over finances. And I felt like I was standing on thin ice, but the roof above my head was a house of cards because he also put a lien on the home where me and my son lived. So I literally hit walls in every area of my life. But from that, after being completely depressed and fearful for an entire year, I went out around the world because I knew I I used to be a happy, healthy, vibrant, successful woman. And I had to discover myself again. And I studied with world masters in success, achievement, abundance, high performance, positivity. And each one, Valerie, was like a delicious morsel that I would taste and savor. And each one helped me benefit in some way, but I still kept finding myself stuck and frustrated because I knew my life could be better. And as I started to play around with each of these teachings, it's when I put them together in what I call this delicious recipe that everything started to change for me. I literally moved mountains in my life that I thought and I was told were impossible. And as I worked with clients, That's when these incredible discoveries really came to light. And that's what inspired me to spend a year putting these thoughts all together in the book, Stressless Success. And that's what inspired me to go out and share this information. Oh, and this is how you became a writer. That's wonderful. So stress, I guess I want to ask you a question about stress before I ask you any other question. How is stress different from anxiety and worries? And is there such a thing as healthy stress? Oh, yes. As a matter of fact, there is. So what stress is, is a viewpoint. It's It's how we're viewing things. And let me just mention, like depression and anxiety can come from a lot of different sources, even, for example, like not taking care of yourself or having, uh, I would say, poor lifestyle choices, like not sleeping well, not drinking enough water and not being hydrated. You know, every cell of your brain and body is at least 70 percent water, even the cells of your brain. You cannot even think clearly if you're dehydrated, if you're consuming chemical-laden processed foods, this can not only uh, affect your brain and body chemistry, but also different lifestyle habits can affect the beneficial bacteria in your gut. And if you don't have enough beneficial bacteria in your gut, that you can actually have higher rates of anxiety and depression. So there's very much a biological lifestyle thing that can contribute to anxiety and depression. But stress, if you think of it as a choice, and it's a choice that you're making any moment, every moment of every day, to either view something in terms of a challenge or difficulty and a struggle, or viewing something as an opportunity to learn and grow and benefit. And it's people that view things in those different ways that affect their, it affects their level of stress, but it can affect then their biological response to stress. And someone that views a challenge as something that is actually positive, right? And, and this is one of the discoveries, by the way. So many people say, oh, you just need to think positively about a challenge. And mm-hmm. Just take the word challenge. Some people and most people look at a challenge as something that is difficult and a problem and they have to stress and struggle over it. 
that very word for some people is exciting. It's like a challenge is an opportunity to create solutions and to discover and to learn and grow, right? Some people like take a challenge and they're like, okay, give it to me. I can't wait, right? And it's that same mentality that they view stress as something like, okay, this is this is something that I want to really dig my teeth into and co- and cover solutions. They view stress as something positive, and that is a healthy view of stress. But most people don't view stress that way, and most people do not view challenges that way. And so it comes down to how you view things and that choice. It's a choice that you're making on how you choose to view any situation as either you're focusing on the problem or you're focusing on the solution. True. And that makes me think about something that you mentioned in your book is limited beliefs. So that connects to this topic, doesn't it, Janet? Mm-hmm. Exactly. What do we do in this case? Do we replace them, those beliefs? Do we add new ones or do we try to get rid of them? A oh, brilliant question. <laughs> I do not recommend you try to get rid of limiting beliefs. And that might sound counterintuitive, but think about this. If we're trying trying to fight against something, if you're trying to push against something, you only make that stronger, the thing you're pushing against. It's like, you know, if somebody's trying to fight cancer, you don't want to fight cancer. You want to bring in wellness. If you fight cancer, you're giving cancer the energy. And same thing with a limiting belief. Of course, we have limiting beliefs. We all have limiting beliefs. So just relax about that. And instead, begin to cultivate new beliefs that are going to crowd out those limiting beliefs. It's kind of like... um, You know, uh, when you're gardening, right? Nourish the plant that you want to grow. Give it the right water and the right nutrients and the right atmosphere for it to grow. And the more you give it the right soil and the right atmosphere, the healthy plants are going to grow and you will have less weeds. And that's kind of like the idea um, behind it. So, a lot of people, right, talk about, oh, you just need positive mindset. You just need positive thinking. Or you need to control your thoughts. You need to control your mind. Mindset control. Has, have you ever tried to control your thoughts? <laughs> right. Right. That's not possible. That's no. not possible. So give it up, no. right? And if you try to fight, you know, these limiting thoughts or think of a negative thought. Oh, we got to get rid of all of our negative thoughts. All of our negative thoughts. Well, guess what? If you say you have a negative thought, you have a negative thought. And I actually share in my book that negative thoughts are actually a positive thing. And think about that. It's like, what? What are you saying? That's completely opposite of everything else I've heard. And that's right. That's why my book is Surprising Secrets. They're surprising discoveries. When you begin to realize that a limiting belief or a negative thought is actually, imagine you're driving down the highway and you're heading for the life of your dreams and you begin to daydream and you start to veer off the road, what happens is you hit the rumble strips on the side of the road, right? And it's like uncomfortable. It's like boom, 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 right? And that creates a discomfort. Well, that's the same thing as a negative thought or a negative belief or a limiting belief. They create something that feels uncomfortable. And all that is, is a flag, a red flag saying, hey, wait a minute, you're thinking a thought, you're having a feeling that doesn't support the life that you want. So it's okay. It's letting you know you're getting off your path. So just be aware of it. That awareness is where change begins. And then just say, okay, I'm human. Of course, I'm going to have those thoughts. Let me create a thought. What thought could I think instead that feels better? What belief can I begin to cultivate that gets me on my path to the life of my dreams? 
That's all you have to do. Is that just awareness? It's awareness, and that's fine. It's a good thing, actually. True, Janet. Yeah, awareness is the key here. Yeah, the bumble strips keep you from driving off the the cliff, right? <laughs> yeah, I like the way you say these things. It's kind of funny and <laughs> true. Uh, it's funny because it's true, actually. <laughs> So let me talk to you for a moment about purpose. How do we know when we have found our purpose? Okay, first of all, it's very important to understand a lot of people out there that do coaching and consulting, and they're all amazing, and and I, I love them all. But many people say, well, what is your purpose? What are your goals? And they start there. And then they say, well, how's it going? You know, the purpose. I like to do it the opposite where first we want to understand about expanding and elevating our energy, which is the way we feel. And when you first learn how to do anything and everything that helps you feel better, anything at all, prayer, meditation, dance, sing, get outside in mother nature, walk your dog, play with your cat, get in your garden, whatever that is, that helps you feel better, will expand and elevate your energy first. Then I want you to begin to discover your purpose, define your purpose. I actually do walk people through a very scientific methodology that uncovers your true purpose, but first we elevate and expand our energy. But your purpose is what helps you feel that deep in your soul, that excitement for life, that thrill to get up every day and do something that taps into that creativity that's within you. But your purpose, everyone's purpose, in my definition, is to tap in to their joy and to expand their energy. That is your purpose. And as everyone can learn how to do that, which is what I share in Stress Success, how to do that, you are tapping into your purpose because from that elevated and expanded energy of joy and freedom, all of your true purpose is going to flow to you. It's not something that you have to struggle to define, that you have to struggle to do every day. It's something that comes from this feeling of flow. So true. Yeah, I agree 100%. And that makes me think when you talk about purpose, um, cultivating this energy of joy and positivity and passion, that very much makes me think about self-love. Would that be connected? <laughs> Is that connected somehow? Well, you are the expert on self-love. <laughs> I know. I've seen your material. And I think that's brilliant because think about it. When you truly love yourself exactly the way you are, what does that feel like? What does it feel like to love everything about yourself, every cell of your body and brain? What does it feel like to love all of your, your beauties and all of your faults and all of your mistakes and all of your successes and all of your everything? Because it's, what's made, it's what has made you who you are. And who you are is incredible. And all of my mistakes in my life have made me who I am and have created an opportunity for me to share these teachings with the world. Like if it wasn't for every failure and every success, every single one is like so amazing and it all happened for a reason. So that's loving yourself and really feeling it. It's not in your head. And this is very important to understand. And the entire section of stress and success in my book, I say, get out of your head and into your energy. It's about how does it feel? What does it feel like to love yourself truly? And it's the feeling that creates your energy. And it's your energy that creates your life. And that's the basis of my discovery. Mm -hmm. 
<laughs> so true. Um, you say life is like sex. Talk to me for a moment about that. Okay. <laughs> well, um, I'm sorry, that's kind of a provocative title for the chapter, yeah. but let me explain. Yeah. And in that chapter, I talk about all the challenges that I went through in my life. All of the challenges. If it wasn't for almost dying in the hospital and coming out and learning how to be, heal my body naturally, I would never be as healthy as I am today and never would have helped so many people save their lives. If it wasn't for the fact that my husband walked out and left me depressed and sad, would I ever be as happy as I am today? If it wasn't for him putting me at the brink of financial disaster, would I ever be in this place of understanding the energy of abundance? So if it wasn't for all of my challenges, would I ever be experiencing the pinnacle of my life? And so I, so as I began to play around with these ideas and I began to play around with my energy that all of these incredible things started to just come to me. Like I was invited to contribute a chapter in a book with Brian Tracy, who's like a world legend in business and business and success. Like that's that opportunity just landed in my lap. The opportunity to be interviewed in Hollywood by Jack Canfield because of the work that I was doing, he found out about it. And I got invited to be interviewed in Hollywood. Like that opportunity just like came to me because of the work that I'm doing. But let me explain. At that interview, the people that were in the crew all handling the interview, um, they were calling me, Jack was calling me a success expert, but they heard sex expert. (laughs) So it was kind of funny because it reminded me of a quote from a true sex expert, Psalm Isadora, who is has passed away. But the late Psalm Isadora, I heard her say once that you must have friction in order to achieve climax. And that, that to me explains life. Because if it wasn't for my challenges, all the friction, right, that I experienced in my life with my health, with my husband leaving and with my financial disaster, would I ever have achieved the level of true success and joy and happiness and abundance? So if it isn't for friction in our lives, if it isn't for the challenges in our lives, we would never achieve the climax of our lives. And that is why life is like sex. Yeah, that makes so much sense to me. I didn't think that way. But yeah, of course, <laughs> challenges and... Oh, yeah. yes. um, we're almost at the end of the interview. I have a few more questions for you. I call them final questions. But there's another one I want to ask you. These, um, how do we learn to make peace with our past? And I do write about that in my book because we all believe we can't change our past. You can't change your past. And so we spend our lives suffering over what happened in our past. And you can change your past. And you change your past by changing the way you view your past. Because when you view your past differently, you shift your feeling around your past, which shifts your energy around your past. And that's how you change your past. So let me give you an example. I can think of a mistake that I made in my past. And I can think about maybe how my husband, my ex-husband treated me poorly in certain situations. And I can spend my life looking at the mistakes I made in the marriage and the way he treated me poorly in my marriage. And I can spend the rest of my life bitter and angry or mad at myself for how I contributed to the demise of that marriage, right? Or I can put all the blame and guilt and shame on myself, right? And all that does is put me into this suffering and this low vibration energy that's going to affect the rest of my life. Or I could be angry at him the rest of my life for leaving me, right? And being angry at him doesn't hurt him. It hurts me. Being angry at myself doesn't fix the problem or my mistakes. It just affects me and the rest of my life. But let's look at this. 
everything I talked about is all of those things that I lived through led me to where I am today, which is amazing. And now I'm sharing these amazing ideas with the world. Now I look back and I'm grateful to my husband for putting me through certain challenges and for leaving me. Because if it wasn't for him leaving me, I would never be where I am today. I now look back and I'm thankful to him. Now I've changed my past because my energy around how I feel about my past has shifted. And that is how you change your past. Yeah, that's definitely a wonderful and positive shift to see life, everything as a miracle. Love that. So before I ask you my final questions, would you like to add anything or read a passage in your book, Janet? I want everyone to understand, again, that the power is within them. And it's actually very simple. The power is within them to create their lives. And it's actually simple. It's not always easy. And I'm not saying that I'm perfect at it every day. But I don't beat myself up. I'm just aware of it. And I work with it. And the, the idea here is that it's all within your hands, within the palm of your hands, within you, to create your energy. And it's very important, I explain it just as success, that it's your energy that creates your life. So if you just understand, it's not about controlling your thoughts. It's not about, you know, fighting some mindset. It's about getting to places that feel better in any way that you can. Again, take care of yourself. Wellness is the foundation. Get good rest, drink fresh water, eat real foods grown from mother nature, move your body, breathe fresh air, because then it's easier to do what I'm telling you, which is to create an elevated and expanded energy by doing things that feel better. It's that simple because then when you do that, when you do anything that helps you feel better, elevated and expanded energy, then from that, everything in your life is created better. That is what I want everyone to understand. And I literally, in Stress of Success, take my reader by the hand and walk you through exactly what this means and how to do it. And it is truly very, very simple. I love your wisdom and I love how generous you are your passion to to pass this on, to share this greatness with others. Oh, it's beautiful. You're so sweet. Well, yeah, that's very kind of you to say that I'm generous because also with everything going on in the world this year, you know, I'm not in the business of selling books. I'm in the business of sharing powerful information to help people improve their lives. So if, if people would visit stresslesssuccess.com, I actually give away immediate downloads of a three-day banished burnout plan to get people immediate results. We also, at various times, we give away free paperback copies of Stressless Success. But of course, we also have it. It's, it's available on Amazon. We reduce the price because of all the challenges happening in the world. But again, there is information available for free and an opportunity to get a free paperback copy at stresslesssuccess.com. Wonderful. Thank you again. And I have a few questions, three of them. What is another word for healing? Healing is peace. It's love. It's freedom. It's all of the things that we've just spent this time discussing because of your brilliant questions. It's tapping into that because, and you have the ability to do it right now in this very moment, that is healing. Healing is understanding that you have the power within you to tap into peace, love, and freedom right now and any moment of any day. Wow, beautiful. 
my next question relates to losing the body. If you knew you would die soon, meaning losing the body, would you make any change in your life or do anything differently? I would definitely contact and visit everyone that has been in my life or in my life or has had an impact in my life, even people that aren't in my life anymore. And I would share with them how everything, even people that quote unquote may have hurt me in the past, that everything was beautiful and that I appreciated knowing them and loving them and that everything they came into my life as angels to teach me to be me. And that's what I would do. Yeah, that's a beautiful message. But in a way, we never know when this is going to happen, losing the body, not being here anymore. So in a way, you already did that by recording this. That question brought me to tears, by the way. Thank you for asking that. It's amazing just by hearing your voice and everything you say. So I really appreciate this exchange of... I appreciate it too. Yeah. My last question is, what are three things about life you know for sure as of now? That we are creators and we have all of the power to create within us. That we are each pure love and beauty and brilliance. And everything happens and is for a reason. And everything is beautiful. Yeah, wonderful. Thank you so much again, Janet, for your wonderful, bright, elevated energy and presence. Thank you. Where can we find more information about you, your books, products, services, and future projects? JanetMcKee.com would be the best place. J-A-N-E-T-M-C-K-E-E.com would be the best place to learn about everything that we do, my team and I. And also you will see a link to our entire sauna view business and everything that we do. Beautiful. Thank you so much again, Janet. And we'll talk soon. Thank you so much. This was the most interesting interview I have done, and I've done a lot of interviews. (laughs) Thank you. Brilliant, beautiful, powerful woman. Thank you for the encouragement. (laughs) I'll talk to you soon. Thank you for listening. To learn more about Janet McKee, please visit her website, janetmckee.com. To learn more about this podcast, please visit fitforjoy.org podcast. I want to thank the Patreon members, Lawrence McGrath, Mark Basden, Terry Clayton, and Aidan Bigrock. Thank you again for listening, and bye for now.